From San Diego, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we talk about three ways you can make sure that there is a celebration for your next anniversary and for those to come. And wedding anniversaries are a very special time. And the quote that I found for today's show is this. A wedding anniversary is the celebration of love, trust, partnership, tolerance, and tenacity. The order varies for any given year. Sure do. And I think all of you, those of you that have, are listening and have been married for any given length of time know that as that first anniversary or that 50th anniversary comes, you look at that list, love, trust, partnership, tolerance, and tenacity, and you know as you look over your life together, that that list has shifted and changed and shuffled each and every year. And as we begin this show, the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, just like we do each and every week, we start with a hug. And this week's hug is sponsored by Christian Credit Counselors. And you can find them at christiancreditcounselors.org. Christian Credit Counselors is a nonprofit credit counseling and debt management organization for the last 25 plus years. That is a long time. Mm -hmm. They have helped over 300,000 clients get out of debt. They lower high interest rates and consolidate payments into one affordable monthly payment. You can give them a call right now at 800-557-1985. Their average clients pay off their debt up to 80% faster on the debt management program. So give them a call today for a free, no obligation debt analysis. Again, their number is 800-557-1985, or you can visit them at christiancreditcounselors.org. And when you call in, make sure to tell them that you heard about it on the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. Yeah. Thank you guys for sponsoring us. Absolutely. We're so thrilled to have you on board. And this hug came in just recently and it said, I love your podcast. Started listening to them about three months ago. Cool. Each week, my husband and I switch off picking the topic or podcast we want to hear. And we've committed to listening each week. And then in parentheses, it says, yes, I put it on the joint calendar. We just started the intimacy lifestyle. Sweet. We decided on days that work for him to initiate and me to initiate. The first week, I was about two hours from my deadline, exhausted from dealing with the kids. We have three under the age of six and life. It was very easily one of those nights I could have fallen asleep and not thought twice, but we made the commitment. Mm. All I can say is, wow, I'm glad we kept to our commitment. Fireworks. Thanks for what you are doing. Thanks for allowing God to use your hurt and past to bring healing and fun to many people's marriages. I share your podcast with many of my friends and I'm super grateful for your ministry with a grateful heart. P.S. My husband brought me coffee in bed for the first time since we've been married. We will be married for 10 years this December. Right on. Your words are impacting him and our marriage. I love it. Amen. A- absolutely. Love I love it. You know, the, I love the it. Part, the, the commitment part. You the know what I mean? Part. Two, two hours, I could have just rolled over and gone to sleep. Instead, we decided to, to commit and be intentional about the intimacy lifestyle and instead of rolling over, look what happens. She and got some, fireworks. Right. And sometimes that's what happens at the end 
of what we think is possible. Absolutely. And coffee in bed for the first time in almost 10 years. Yeah, that's So, cool. you know, don't say miracles can't happen. That's right. They right? do. That's a miracle right there. And, and you know, I love that this couple is getting ready to celebrate their 10th wedding anniversary because when this particular podcast that you are listening to is first released on October 4th, 2016, Tony and I will literally be 24 hours away from celebrating our 20th wedding anniversary. Unbelievable. It, it is absolutely unbelievable. Uh, and you and you are awesome one family have been a part of that journey for almost seven years, which is just even more mind-boggling. That actually, I think, is is like a crazier number than the 20. Right, right? Because we have shared our marriage for almost seven years. It'll be seven years, January 2017. And wow, what a journey it's been. Mm -hmm. And I I don't know about you guys, but as we get close to these milestone anniversaries, I mean, on our 15th, we renewed our wedding vows. Yep. Um, on our, like on our 10th, we took a really, we took a big trip. Um, it was, our children were really young at the time up to big bear. And that was like the first time we'd left both kids. And so that Mm -hmm. was like this big monumental, like, ah, you know, Tony's got his stomach in knots because we're leaving the kids. And I was more worried than you were. Yeah, I think so. I was like, seriously, let's go party because I'm away from all the kids. Um, 15. We renewed our vows. Right, you said that. That was significant, just in. <laughs> and we went up to Laguna Beach for and we a went long to Laguna weekend, Beach, one of our which has family. become, in the last five years, our favorite place to go here in Southern California. We love Laguna Beach. Actually, for those of you who are listening on on Wednesday on our actual anniversary, we'll be there. We're taking the day off to just spend time together. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just going to be a day trip because we have things still happening here. Uh, in town, and yet we've decided to just wipe out our calendars and just spend a day together in Laguna Beach. It's one of our favorite places. And you know, here we are at twenty, right? And, and for those of you that have been listening for a few months, you know that for our twentieth wedding anniversary, we took you know one of those lifetime trips where we went to Machu Picchu, Peru, and we did the ruins, and we were you know we spent and nine Lima. days in Peru, and it was phenomenal. And yes, we did it a couple months before our actual anniversary because. That's life. Yeah. And you do it when you can. And, you know, as we came to this actual day, right, October 5th, you know, looking back 20 years and, you know, it, when you start to have these milestone anniversaries, you start to get in this really reflective place of not only where have we been, but where are we right now and where are we going? Right. Because we can always look back. We can look through the, the, the photo album, which Oh my gosh, you guys who are getting married now, the photos you get. You get. Oh my gosh, the like, video you have. Oh my gosh, I just, uh, my heart honestly just explodes with joy when I get to see what you guys have. Because oh, we love it. it. It's it's just amazing. You know, we look back at our pictures and we're like, holy cow. You know, just. No candids. Everything was like stock, you know, like. Yeah, there's, there's no journalistic styling to it whatsoever. But we get to look back, mm-hmm. and it's cool because we got married 45 minutes from where we live today. You know, we live very close to where we got married. And looking back is great. You know, we started off, you know, talking about that, 10, that 10th year, that 15th. I mean, we can even go back to our fourth or fifth fifth year, I think it was our fourth year, we went to Lake Crawley, Mm -hmm. which is right, you know, it's on the eastern side of 
um, the Sierra Nevada range off of the 395. We went looking for hot tubs, not hot tubs, but hot, hot springs, springs on the eastern side of the Sierras, which... Um, I wish you all could see me roll my eyes now because I can't tell you how many anniversaries. I think there was like three anniversaries in a row that Tony tried to do hot springs. This is not the focus <laughs> of today's show, but three years in Didn't a row, Tony out. tried to do hot springs and three years in a row, it was not successful. Needless to say, hot springs are not part of our anniversary vocabulary anymore. But we do have great stories wrapped around trying to find good hot springs. Yeah, because two of those, one of them was in Montana. Two of they those were both were in Montana. Montana. Five and yeah. six were in Montana. Yeah, that's right. So it, it's awesome to look back and laugh at all that and have fun because that's the memories are part of where we are. I mean, mm-hmm. you love those memories. And yet, what's coming up is even more exciting. And so what we wanted to do with this show is, you know, for those of you, it doesn't matter if you've been married three years or 30 years, we wanted to bring you the three things that have played out time and again in our marriage, the lessons that we keep learning, Mm -hmm. the lessons that we didn't necessarily know 20 years ago on the cusp of saying I do, but things that we've seen play out in our marriage and in your marriages, in the emails and the voicemails that we get from all of you. Mm -hmm. Right. So the first thing that, you know, as we were preparing for the show, the first thing that I told Tony, I'm like, I I just want everybody to know that your sex life can and, and should get better. Right. And the reason I say that is because our sex life, I mean, we, Tony and I have been pretty open about this. Our sex life when we first started was nothing to write home about. Um, you know, the honeymoon was not the, the peak. Um, on our honeymoon, we actually ended up snorkeling in diesel fuel. So mm, like was there was time. a significant portion of our honeymoon where Tony and I could barely even be close to each other because my hair just reeked of diesel. And so I wasn't really attractive to my husband for a significant por- part of our honeymoon. Oh, it wasn't that you weren't attractive. I couldn't get close you to you because uh, yeah, I was fumes. being fumed out. Yeah. Uh, doesn't matter how many times you wash your hair, diesel fuel lingers. And so you know, it was one of those things where we're... I think people think, well, the honeymoon's going to be the highlight. Like it's going to be like, like that's the pinnacle of our sex life. And then, you know, we're just like in this downhill slide to the, you know, to the end. And what I want to say is that doesn't have to be your story. I get to, I have the privilege because of the intentionality that we've put into our marriage to the intimacy lifestyle through, uh, you know, the 19 questions to amazing sex, all of these different tools that we've created for all of you has changed our sex life. I tell people all the time now, I am I am on the cusp of 20 years. Like I said, when you all listen to this, I will have been married 20 years. Uh, my sex life now, folks, is better than it has ever been. And it continues to get better. Like just when I think it's been like, okay, like that was seriously the best. He blows my mind those, again. Yeah, we have those mind-blowing I'm like, times. how do you do this? In, in the hug today. I mean, praise God. I mean, that to me, again, just brings me so much joy to read that. It's like, we're 10, 10 years married. You know, we're going to celebrate 10 years and I'm just thinking and I'm just, you know, just visualizing for this couple, what does the next 10 years look like? If because they, they took action now. Right. If they are intentional about continuing the intimacy lifestyle, even when it's not the greatest you know, we've all who've done the intimacy lifestyle for years now. You got you in the one family who've done it. There are times when you're like, eh, we've had better. And yet I'm glad we still did it because it, it keeps it top of mind, mm-hmm. right? And because we learned something like 
man, maybe next time for morning sex, maybe I should just sort of roll over and do a little more romancing instead of just, you know, and maybe just find out like, hey, are you awake? Then just starting something. Hence what happened this morning well, in our marriage. Can I just say this morning, you asked me if I wanted to go for a walk and then you started making the moves. So like my mind had already gone to let's go for a walk. And then all of a sudden you're like starting to get all fr- I'm like, wait, I, like I'm already thinking lacing up my shoes. So that, that's, that was part of my challenge. I'm just letting you know that no, was your sequence. Right. No, no, no. And, and, so and again, me. that's, that's where the learning, right. That's where the learning comes in. Yeah. And yet, you know, next time, instead of bringing up the walk so quickly, I'll be like, Hey, you want to have sex <laughs> and then a walk, you know, I'll make sure to, to get sequence. that in like, Hey, let's, let's sequence. make love and then let's go for a walk. How's that sound? We yeah. And, and here we exercise. are, here we are looking at the next 20 years, right? Mm-hmm. So for those of you that are brand new to the one family, Tony and I are in our early forties. He's 43. I'm 42. So when I look at the next, and I look a young, I look maybe 30 ish. Elisa, on the other hand, got a flyer today to join our wisdom ministry, which said 50 plus. <laughs> and that was after somebody had, <laughs> had shared with me this weekend that they were so glad to see mature women at the conference. And so um, apparently <laughs> I'm showing my age tonight. and I just want to say, I feel like I look amazing. So however old you think I am, I'm 42 and I'm totally okay with that. Um, but we look at the next 20 years, right? When I say the sex life can get better and we're in that phase where in the next 20 years, I mean, things are going to happen, right? Yeah. Like I'm going to go through a menopause. I, it's right. a fact. It's going to happen in the next 20 years, right? We're going to be empty nesters in the next 20 years. So there's going to, you know, and I mean, other stuff's going to happen. Those are just a couple of the big things that are going to impact our sex life. Right. And yet, because we've got intentionality woven into this area of our marriage, I know that our sex life will continue to get better. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's what, that's what I want to tell each one of you, like getting intentional about this is not something that you just do for a season. Right, getting intentional about your marriage now, whether you've been married two days, like happy newlywed life, or whether you've been married 20 years, 25 years, 40 years, it's never too late to start being intentional about your marriage. Right, and it's what we talked about last week with the 19 questions to Amazing Sex. It's bringing those back to the forefront, which reminds me we need to print that out for our drive up yes. and back down to Laguna Beach. Yes. It, it's it's that, hey, you know what? We need to be asking ourselves these questions again we need to be we need to dive into those questions again at this point in our lives because things have changed since the last time we've done them together so the second thing that uh, you know we've learned repeatedly over the last 20 years and i'm sure it will we will be reminded of this for various times over the next 20 years is that you can't change the other person you can only change yourself Mm -hmm. um I don't know how many people I have talked to, how many emails I've received, you know, coaching clients and things like that saying, well, I thought that after we were married, he would do this or she would do that. Like I expected change to like, I expected I would change them. I was, you know, the truth of the matter is folks is that the only one that you can work on in your marriage is the person that stares you back in the mirror, which means you, right? Right. I can no more change Tony then I can change my eye color. Like I can't do it. Right. But what I can do is I can work on myself. You know, I can identify those areas that I'm not bringing a hundred percent into the marriage. You know, it has been a journey. Some of you have heard our story. You know, those of you that have been longtime listeners or you've hopped around or, you know, you've just come to the one extraordinary marriage show and you've listened to, you know, like three weeks of podcasts, you know, whatever. 
You've heard my journey through learning how to become a better communicator, mm-hmm. through learning how not to shut down because I was the one that would go into the silent treatment early on in our marriage, right? I had to learn that because I, you know, I wasn't going to change Tony to stop being confrontational. That's like wired into his whole Italian DNA. Like if there's an issue, we're just going to address it, right? So I can't change who he is, but I could change my reaction. I could change my thought patterns. I could change how I would come to the table. But that's, that's on me, right? It's not my job to change him. Just like it's not your job to change your spouse. It's your job to change you. Mm-hmm. right? To be the person that you are destined to be. And you know, some of you are, this is a struggle. Mm. Some of you are dealing with fears. Some of you are dealing with, with mindset, negative thoughts that are, you know, just like overrunning your life. And you're like, I can't, I, I, I can't even think about changing them because I got so much to work on myself. And, and I'm going to tell you, if that's you, then you definitely, we're going to put a link in the show notes, but you definitely need to take check out breaking free how to improve yourself so you can improve your relationship it's a four-week course that is starting this week october 6th is the first night for the ladies and then the men are going to be the following tuesday which i don't have that date off the top of my head the 11th is it the thank you i'm so glad he's here um you know but here's the thing that course is designed for you to work on you not to work on your spouse. It's like men are one night, women are another night. Why? So that you're just focused on doing what you can do. Mm-hmm. Because I will tell you, there's immense power in changing the dynamic in your marriage when you work on yourself. Like when Tony told me all those years ago, uh, sweetheart, here's the deal. Um, this whole silent treatment thing that you got going on is not working for us. A- a- and we can't do this anymore. He didn't say that to put up barriers in our marriage. He said that because he had a vision for what our marriage could be, but he knew that he couldn't change me. However, he had permission in our marriage to speak truth into me and to bring up those things that I needed to work on. And then it was up to me to create change. And I will tell you, given that I hard, I mean, it still kind of creeps in every once in a while. Like I'm not perfect, but it is so much better today then like I look back to those early years. Oh, so much. I don't even recognize the Elisa of those early years in our marriage. Yeah, and vice versa. On my side, for many of you listening to the the earlier episodes of the One Extraordinary Marriage show, I had a big problem. And this wasn't just on the show. This this was going on for years of just interrupting Elisa, talking over her, you know, almost like forcing my will upon what she should be thinking or saying. And I was called out by you guys. And thankfully so. Sometimes we have to have somebody from the outside look in. And even though it may hurt, you know, it, it, even though it may like bruise my ego, which it did, I will say that truthfully and honestly, I had to really look at that and go, wow, I need to change what I'm doing. Like I can't change Elisa to, hey, you. well, you know, you need to be, doing this and this and this so I don't speak over you. No, I was talking over her. And so I had to reflectively look at myself and going, why do I do that? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it goes both ways. If your spouse at this point in time just isn't ready to make any change though, doesn't mean you shouldn't. You need to, you need to step up and go, you know what? Yeah, I do have some fears. I do have some unmet expectations. 
you know, I do have some negative thoughts that are, that are just taking hold and taking me down. And so like Elisa said, you know, check out breaking free because I think within that, and I believe within that you're going to see immense freedom that can have an impact on you, your spouse, your family. So go to one slash breaking free to, to learn more about that, you know, because you don't ever want to stop learning in your marriage. It's the same reason that you guys, that you guys tune into the show every week, right? You tune in because you want to keep growing, growing, right? It's why the show gets hundreds of thousands of downloads. It's why you all share this show with your friends, right? You are doing this because you understand the value of growth. So don't let your marriage get to a place where you're not growing in your marriage, Mm -hmm. right? Because one of the things that we hear from so many people is, well, we're just at a plateau. And, you know, if you think about, if you think about a chart, you know, you know, a graph or whatever, I guess graph is actually the better, you know, to get to a plateau, typically you start going up, right? You like Mm -hmm. you, you grow up and then you get to a point. So that going up part is all growth. And then you get to a point where things are kind of like status quo, like it's, it's going good, right? Well, the plateau has to end at some point in time. And so when you get to that juncture where the plateau is going to end, one of two things is going to happen. Either you're going to go through another growth phase and you're going to go up, or you're going to get to a place where you're disconnecting and you're going to go down. You have a choice. You have a choice. And that's one of the things we want to, you were so emphatic about in the, in one extraordinary marriage is that you have a choice right? To grow your marriage. You have a choice to be intentional. And it's why we share these tips with you. But before we get to our number one insight, which is one that has impacted us, you know, literally for the last 16 years, mm-hmm. we want to we wanna thank our sponsor again, Christian Credit Counselors. We love having them on board because Christian Credit Counselors is a nonprofit credit counseling and debt management organization. And like I mentioned at the top of the show for the last 25 years, guys, they're just, they're just a little bit older than our marriage, right? But in that 25 plus years, they have helped over 300,000 clients get out of debt, you know, lowering their interest rates and consolidating payments into one affordable monthly payment. And it makes a difference when you can breathe financially. It makes such a difference. So call them now at 800-557-1985 to start getting the help that you need. And, you know, we want you to just hear from one of their clients. We want you to listen to Ben and Lindsay's financial journey. Definitely having debt does put stress on a marriage, on your health. There are a lot of things you can't do because you're on such a tight budget. It just starts mounting up, especially with the with the interest. It just goes up. So I could definitely see there was stress in Lindsay, and that would kind of spill over into our, our relationship and, and how we related to each other. And our situation's definitely improved. And, you know, when you have money to go do the things you want and, you know, you're able to spend money um, that you actually have it's it's a liberating feeling it's definitely freedom so again their average clients pay off their debt up to 80 percent faster on the debt management program so call them today for the free no obligation debt analysis 800-557-1985 or visit them at christiancreditcounselors.org and so what was the number one thing that we figured out 16 years ago What was the thing that has made the difference for the last 16 years? We've shared it before. We've done whole shows around it, but it was so important to include it on this show. And that's taking divorce off the table. Mm -hmm. 
this was this was the revelation that we had after Tony came home from the PCT after, you know, depression hit our marriage the first time that was really, you know, when Tony came back, there was definitely depression going on there as he just readjusted to being back in civilization. And, and we went through this really dark time in our marriage to the point where, you know, okay, 16 years ago, I wasn't using Google to find a divorce attorney. I was actually opening the yellow pages yep. and having to have the conversation of, I love you, but where are we going with this? And it was at that point in time that we made the decision that divorce was not going to be an option with that for us. And I, I want to be really clear, that doesn't mean you have permission to do whatever the heck you want. What it means is you have permission and an obligation to make decisions that are honoring to your marriage. Because when you start making every decision in your marriage to honor your spouse, mm. to honor the commitment, like that couple on the hug talked about their commitment to each other. When you start honoring your commitment on a daily basis, your entire marriage changes. And when I look at what's going to happen the next 20 years in our marriage, because Tony and I have a commitment that divorce is off the table, that we're still going to honor that with each other. Right. I'm telling you, I look at the next 20 years with so much excitement. Yeah. It's a, it's a big one. It's a big one. And when we say divorce is off the table, it means that when you get in, in a tiff, Hey, maybe you're getting in a fight over your financial, you know, area, your budget. It's not, it's not matching up anymore. Debt is just killing you, you know, been there. It's, it's during those times when you don't go, I think I'm going to leave you or I'm going to leave you and say it 500 times in the conversation that lasts, you know, 10 minutes. You know, it's being, it's being able to go, you know what, that's not going to come out of me. Like those words, we're not going to use that against each other. We're not going to wound each other by throwing out the D word because it does you no good. It does neither of you any good. If you're going to say it, are you going to actually do it? Because then there's resentment that's being held by your spouse. You know, you start feeling maybe, you know, put off, you start going another way, you know, your mental, your mental capacity at that point in time is like, you're already checking out. Mm -hmm. So you're really going to start keep checking out because that's where we were, you know, when we would throw out divorce, you know, one foot in one foot out, what are you going to do? Every time I've had one foot in one thing, one foot out of the other out, it, it's never gone well, honestly, because you're not fully committed. So by taking divorce off the table, you're committing a hundred percent to your spouse. Now, I'm going to say this for sure because I want you guys to know if abuse is happening, emotional abuse, physical abuse, that's a whole nother, that's a, a whole nother thing. You need to protect yourself. I'm talking about you guys are having those communication issues. Maybe you've had some trust issues and trust issues don't have to be just, you know, your spouse cheated on you. It may be trust issues over your electronics. It may be trust issues over, you know, Purchase items, it may be trust on, you know, how you share what you're doing or not doing. Those all impact folks. And so taking divorce off the table, though, make sure that you're staying in together, working through those issues together. Because believe me and Elisa and many people that we have coached over the years, that once we take that off the table, we can at least start going. Mm -hmm. Like we can start moving again. You know, Lisa talked about those plateaus and everything. We can get off that plateau and start getting to that next level. So what do you do this week besides wishing us a happy anniversary on the 5th? Yeah. <laughs> Hit us up. We'd Hit love, us up. We, we'd love to Hit hear. us up. We, we love, we, we, and, and I say that half in jest because 
you are the reason mm-hmm. why we're behind the mics. Right. So celebrating this 20th wedding anniversary with all of you is really a celebration of what marriage is. It's a celebration of the fact that, that because of you, we have made it this long, right? That the One Extraordinary Marriage Show is six and a half years old. You have been a huge part of why we're here. So celebrate with us. Celebrate it for yourselves. Look at where you are in your marriage. Look at where you're going to be. I don't care if you've been married three years or 30 years. Pick one of these areas to focus on this week. Yeah. You know, do you need to focus on, on making your sex life better, more extraordinary every time the two of you come together? Maybe you just need to be present with your spouse, right? Maybe there's, maybe you need to get the 19 questions and we'll put a link to it to just, you know, open the dialogue around your sex life. Maybe you just need to start having sex, right? One, any one of those or any combination, what do you need to do to make your sex life taking it to the next level? Do you need to stop trying to change your spouse this week and just focus on the work that you need to do, right? Maybe instead of saying, well, you should, you should, maybe you start saying, I need to, or even better, I'm going to. Mm-hmm. And for some of you, it may be joining into the jumping, uh, joining the breaking free, how to improve yourself so you can improve your relationship course so that you don't miss out on this opportunity the month of October to really change how you're acting in the marriage. And some of you, just need to stop using the divorce word. You need to take divorce off the table. You need to not use it as a weapon against your marriage. And you need to say, you know what? I'm going to be 100% in. I'm going to be 100% committed to making this work. I will tell you the fact that we have done those three things over the last 20 years is setting us up for success for the next 20 years. And I can't wait to see where I am with this man in 20 years. Yeah, that's good stuff. I love it. I love it. I love it. You guys go out there, pick one of them. You know what? Pick one of them and share with us. We'd love to hear it. Let us know which one are you going to do moving forward in your marriage? Because we want you to know that you can get there just like we have. It's a journey. Step on the path. Let's start walking together. We love you guys. Have a fantastic week. We'll catch you next next week. Love you guys.